everyone. Welcome to the Alopecia Project. This is the podcast that explores the world of alopecia through interviews about the ups, the downs, and the everydays of living with hair loss. Um, I'm so excited to finally and officially introduce you to Sarah McMichael, who's coming on the show for season two as a new co-host. Sarah, really, really great to have you on and super excited for season two. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to be a part of this project. Thank you. Can I ask uh, why you wanted to join the team? Well, I, I have alopecia. I've had alopecia for the past 12 years, and I really struggled with it in the first few years I had alopecia, but I found that when I actually became a part of the alopecia community and I met more people with alopecia and I kind of got to share my story with other people, it got a lot easier. So I'm really looking forward to kind of trying to give back to that community a little bit, and I hope that if there's someone out there who has alopecia and feels like they don't have a support system, maybe they can listen to this podcast and it will make them feel like they're a little bit less alone. Perfect. That's exactly the whole reason that I decided to start it last year, and I'm very excited that you reached out and were excited to join. And uh, I have to say, throughout the entire season, we've had a lot of people reach out, share their support share their own stories, and that's really, really inspiring to see. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about season one. So what what did you experience when you were recording season one of the podcast? Season one was really interesting. So I had first started the podcast because, A, there were no podcasts about alopecia, and that's something that I, I love podcasts, and that's something that I was looking for that I hadn't found And I always wanted to give back to the community in some way, shape, or form, and the podcast seemed like a perfect way to start. So I went about interviewing different people that I knew either through CANAF or or through Friends of Friends and really just reached out and said, hey, anybody who's interested in sharing their story, please let me know. And it it was amazing. Started off with interviewing Ash and uh, ended up with, with Kaya at the end and the entire ride has been amazing. It's been so cathartic and, and just wonderful to talk to people who have alopecia and hear their stories and hear their experiences and see how they've really kind of shaped or become shaped as a person because of this. Yeah, I know for me, I, I first heard about this podcast as a listener. You know, I wasn't involved at all. I saw a post about it in the Canadian Alopecia Areata Foundation Facebook group, which a lot of us are a part of. And I immediately was like super interested and I immediately looked up the podcast and downloaded it. And through listening through the whole first season, there have been so many moments where I've been like, you know what, this person really understands me, like either you or the person you're interviewing. And just it's so valuable to hear someone speak about something that you've experienced that you really felt like you were the only person who was ever going to feel that way. So it's so powerful to hear that. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm also glad you liked listening to me and and wanted to join. I feel like I wouldn't be here if I was super annoyed by your voice, maybe. (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. Do you have a favorite episode from season one? I really loved your interview with Kaya, so the last episode of, of the previous season. I felt like it was super relatable and just listening to the two of you kind of talk about like relationships and yeah, the relationships, you know, with their significant others as well as relationships with the people around you and how those are so affected by having alopecia. It totally related to me. And there was something that you said at one point where you talked about how, you know, you really isolate yourself when you have alopecia because you don't want to bring other people into kind of your struggle. And it can be really scary to be vulnerable and to bring other people in when you have alopecia. And I 100% felt like that for a long time. So it was just so, so relatable and really made me feel validated to hear people going through the same thing that I went through. For sure. I think there were a lot of themes that we kind of 
come came across through all the different episodes and one of those major themes was vulnerability for sure and and just being able to talk about your feelings and and talk about what you're experiencing firsthand and having people agree with you and understand it makes all the difference in the world. One of my favorite interviews was with Deanne Callis Graham and I loved her because she wrote a book um, called Stories of Alopecia and um, she was phenomenal. She she put together, you know, she kind of did the same sort of thing where, where she went out, found stories. She did this crazy cool photography project, took tons of pictures of people who had alopecia and the portraits are beautiful. And I think people like that really inspire me as somebody who's doing this podcast, but also somebody with alopecia and who's had alopecia since I was 11, that it's okay and it's okay to be bald and there's lots of other people who are going through the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we talk about representation all the time for different kind of minority groups. And I think alopecia is one thing where we haven't really seen a lot of representation. I know, you know, when I got alopecia as a teenager, I really felt like it wasn't okay to be a bald woman or to be a woman even without, you know, thick, beautiful hair. Like it was such a hard identity crisis to think about going through that. So that kind of representation is so powerful. And the fact that there are, you know, younger people who might be going through this who aren't really confident and comfortable with the experience, the fact that they can go, you know, get a book full of people that have that look like them, that are bald and that are confident. It's just it's such an amazing thing that she's done. Amazing. Um, Let's segue to you a little bit. What is your experience with alopecia? When did you first when were you first diagnosed? Yeah, so uh, like I said, I've had alopecia for about 12 years. So I was diagnosed when I was 15, uh, you know, just discovered. I actually had a friend, you know, doing my hair to go to a school dance. And she discovered this kind of just like, you know, toonie-sized bald spot on the the back of my head. And I went through the same thing all people with alopecia go through, you know, family doctor and then dermatologist and then a diagnosis with alopecia. So uh, throughout kind of that 12 years of alopecia I've had, I've gone through basically every experience you can go through. I've been bald. I've had uh, full heads of hair for several years, uh, but primarily I've had kind of patchy hair loss all around my scalp. I, yeah, so this kind of accumulated with me losing all my hair about uh, two, two, three years ago. And I uh, wore a wig and I went through that experience for a while. And uh, since then my hair has actually grown back. So now I'm back to almost a full head of hair. And just still still experiencing hair loss occasionally, but feeling a lot more positive about my alopecia and a lot more kind of validated in the experience. So I've really grown a lot and learned a lot in the past 12 years of alopecia, but I'm happy with where I am now. For sure. That sounds awesome. I'll tell you a little bit about my yeah, experience with alopecia. Um, so like you, I was really young when I, when I uh, was first diagnosed. I was 11 years old when I first found that toonie-sized bald spot. Um, I remember going to the hairdresser, and it was like my mom's hairdresser. Um, I didn't have my own hairdresser, and, and my mom's hairdresser looks at my mom and says, hey, do you know, did you see that Sarah has this spot? And I think we went to the doctors pretty soon after. It took a while to actually get an official diagnosis of alopecia because I remember um, a couple of doctors just didn't know what that was. A lot of doctors thought it was something different. I remember it was, wasn't was a doctor, but a hairdresser kind of asked me whether I was pulling my hair out, and that was weird, and I was offended by that because why would I be pulling out my hair at all? So that was not fun, but finally we got a diagnosis, and it was alopecia areata. So at 
I think at my worst at that point, I had lost 80% of my hair and um, it only started growing back after a couple of years of treatment. And when I was 16 years old, all my hair grew back. So that was very exciting. In that time period though, I was wearing wigs, I was wearing um, a hair piece, I was wearing scarves and everything. Uh, Lots of people didn't actually know that I had it. When I turned 17, I had all like a whole head of hair. It was pretty long, really excited from age 17 to 24. No issues with hair loss whatsoever. It was really cool. Great time in my life. And then when I turned 24, started again. And I it's once again started with a couple of bald, pa- bald patches. And actually this time the alopecia was quite accelerated. So it went by quite quickly. And uh, I soon lost, I think, I want to say again, 80% of my hair, but this time, for the first time, I decided to shave my head, and that was really, really exciting and a very liberating experience for me, because it was way easier to shave it than have it just fall out when you're in the shower, and there's something about doing things out of your own accord as opposed to it happening to you, so shaving my head was was a really exciting and liberating experience, and I love it, so now I wear a wig, I do go bald, Sometimes, most of the time at work, I I wear a wig, but uh, we'll talk about that in a later episode as well. So I'm excited to explore season two and and go through this with you and and meet a ton of different people as well. Do you want to talk about a little bit about season two and how that's going to look? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be changing things up a little bit um, in the podcast. So each episode of season two, Sarah and I are going to approach kind of a different a topic related to alopecia, you know, so everything from um, wigs to treatments to uh, mental health, you know, we're going to pick a topic and kind of explore that either through an interview or through research from the two of us. And we'll be co-hosting and doing this together. And uh, I'm just really excited to provide all this information to people with alopecia. Um, We're really hoping to not only provide support and, and help people like realize they're not alone, but also just provide some actual, practical, useful information to people with alopecia. You know, we have questions and and things can be uh, really complicated and, and, you know, sometimes you don't really know what you're doing and uh, we want to kind of answer some of those questions and just make life a little bit easier for people who have alopecia. For sure. And I think you coming on not only has made my life easier, (laughs) but uh, I'm really excited. It'll be a lot of fun. Like you said, we'll go through the different topics and we'll do a mix of interviews, a couple of more narrative pieces and and some research pieces. But I'm really, really excited to have you on and for us to go through this together. For everybody listening, I apologize that I got somebody whose name is also Sarah. So it's two Sarahs, one podcast. We'll... We'll go from there. We're just trying to make things as complicated as possible. For I think our we listeners. also have a guest coming up at some point who's also named as Sarah. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Look out for that. How many Sarahs with alopecia can you get in one room? Turns out a lot. Turns out quite a few. Multiple. <laughs> so really excited to be bringing season two to everyone. Um, before then, why don't uh, you go online and you can actually find us on social media now. So we have a Facebook page and an Instagram. Both of them are called The Alopecia Project. So if you have the chance, go give us a follow and we'll be sharing um, our episodes as well as other kind of you know, fun, inspirational things and some photos of the people uh, that we do interviews with and just kind of, you know, sharing our information about alopecia online. For sure. And there's a lot of um, opportunities to engage with us as well. We have an email address called the alopecia 
podcast at gmail.com. So feel free to email us and reach out with your story, with anything that maybe that you want to hear that we haven't actually covered yet. We love to hear from you guys. We want to know what you think, how we're doing, if if you're really right, something we've spoken about is really resonating with you. And uh, th- that'll be really, really great for us. Also, social media is always fun. Make sure you follow us, like us. And in the meantime, if you haven't listened to all of our episodes in season one, feel free to go and do that. We're on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash The Alopecia Project. Amazing. So excited to be sharing this journey with you. Perfect. So that's it. That's it for the show. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for our first episode of season two. We'll be coming up in a couple weeks. So we will talk to you then. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.